The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar, in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. And with my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 29, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, we've been doing it since 1992, and now all the kids are doing it, but this is the real deal. The answer to the question, what is the best cigar of the year? We have the answer to it with the Cigar of the Year. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. You know what's interesting after this show is all the emails and all the people telling us how we got it wrong. Not how we got it right, how we got it wrong all the time because there was eight contenders and people have chosen their favorite of I think that. this is going to be the year that we get much less of that and more of... Nailed it? We got it right. Yeah? Because I think people are starting to get on board with the whole contenders process because we're very out in the open about it. And yeah. There's no secrets. Yeah. I think some people still have an issue with limited edition cigars. They feel it should be there, yeah. but it can't be there because you want it to be something that you could smoke and enjoy because it is cigar of the year, not that you yeah. wish you could smoke. Well, like, how, for well, example, the Aladino Corojo Reserva, they make enough of them. It's plentiful enough. It should have been well, a contender. Well, the Ash Holes actually picked it as the cigar of the year. As they should, because it's the best cigar that came out this year. But you can't always get it. We've never been out of it. That's because Ed Santa Maria, who's ordering properly and understood at the very beginning of this, let me get on with a heavy order right from the get-go, not even knowing that it was going to be good, but they have hit after hit after hit. It's a good bet. Well, we, we'll see March or April if it holds true that you know it was a limited edition and it became hard to get. It will be right hard now, to like get. Dave said, Ed over-ordered. Yes, and you're talking about ordering in the wintertime. We're over-ordering... As the unknown, when it was an unknown product, now it's getting known. It's still wintertime. When the spring picks up and it starts getting busy and all the stores are doing well, they're all ordering the product, then we can't get it. If we ever named it Cigar of the Year, you'd never be able to get it. It's totally because crap. Because you, you know it's going to pick up automatically because it becomes a Cigar of the Year. But this cigar is not the Cigar of the Year, but this is a cigar that's been out for quite a while, Barry. What are we going to smoke the first hour? Well, today's first cigar is known by two names. You could either call it C.O. Jones, or you could call it Cojones. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hochi Blanco for Two Guys Smoke Shop, and the size is 6x50, which makes it a Toro. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over a Dominican binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. And a single cigar will set you back six forty nine. 
buy a box of 20 is $109.99, which is a savings of almost $20, or 15% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So I went to Dominican Republic. I go every year. I'm going to go uh, in a couple weeks again, uh, early January, and I go check the crop out, and I see the manufacturers, and we uh, You're one of those people that goes out and you, you feel the, the leaf? I feel Like it. you know what the hell you're I doing? I make believe like I know okay. what it means. Like, oh, it's a little sticky this year. Is that good? <laughs> so... I had this particular cigar without a band on it, without a name to it, uh, and it was Hochi Blanco, and he said, here, what do you think of this blend? And I said, oh, my God, I like this. And he said, well, we made so many of these up. And I said, I'll take them. And he said, what do you want to call them? And I said, I don't want to call them, but put a white band on it with no name, Don Brennan here. Don Brennan actually showing up at the show. I know he listens all the time. He but does listen. here. He does listen. So, so exciting. You so, know, I've never seen that man without a cigar. In his he always hand. has a cigar. Never once. This is a United cigar. It's a United cigar he's smoking, too. Smoking the right stuff. So I said to uh, Hochi, I want that cigar. Just put a white band on it. Put it in a box, but don't put a name on the box. And, and send me every single one that you have. And he goes, what are you going to do with that? And I said, I am going to sell it with no name on it an unnamed cigar, and try to come up with a name and let the customer decide what the name is going to be. We'll run some little contest or something. So we did, and you bought a box of cigars, and you got your name put into the thing, and if you pulled your name out... I was a customer back then. I bought a box of the unnamed. And you picked what name? Not C.O. Jones. No, I didn't know I had to put a name down right away. No, you didn't. After you won, you (laughs) had to do it. You made me nervous. so glad you didn't win, because I would not be putting Mr. J in my mouth. There we go. So the man that won is Dan Jones. He's a car dealer down uh, the street here in Salem. I think he still is. Oh, yeah. And um, he ends up winning, and he comes to meet me after, and I said, okay, we can name it anything you want. He said, I want to name this after my uncle Carl, who's the one that taught me smoking cigars, and I love cigars. Actually, he lost 100 pounds smoking cigars. Every morning he'd get up, light a cigar, and take a walk, until the cigar was done, and then walk all the way back. And he kept doing this all year until he lost 100 pounds. And he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, stop smoking cigars now. And he said, absolutely not. So he's still smoking cigars. But anyway, he wins, and he wants to name it after his, his uncle, Carl Orlando Jones. So I'm like, a lot of words there, Carl Orlando Jones. But we can do whatever you want, because you want to call it whatever. He says, just put it C.O. Jones. Well, C.O. Jones, I didn't know, ends up being the word cojones, which in Spanish is balls. So as we're putting the design together, is we it actually... balls or is it testicles, Barry? Six and one, half a dozen the other. Same Ball, thing. Balls is slang for testicles. So is nuts, which you are. Yeah. I'm done talking. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so if you look at the band on it, the, the O and... C.O. Jones, and the O and Jones are both filled in, making two balls and connecting the C.O. Jones to... Ah, huevos. That's eggs, right? Yes. Which is... Which look... Could be balls. Oh, could be. (coughs) Yes. So anyway, that's the story behind that. Uh, And then we kept coming out with the cigar. And this is 
before Hochi Blanco was Hochi Blanco. He actually was still Hochi Blanco because he was born as Hochi Blanco. <laughs> that was his name when <laughs> he was born? This was years ago before people really recognized him as the tobacco guy that he really is. I'm itching here. All right, let's go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. See that? I took part in the cutting last week. I listened to that guy from Jersey. Not that you should ever listen we to go. somebody from Jersey, but... You did it last week, not Vinny, this week. Vinny from Jersey. Vinny from Jersey. He, and you didn't identify yourself during the show open? No, but I took part in the cutting with you two guys. You cut it before he was even... No, I did no, not. Done talking. I did it exactly when go he was... Go back watching. and watch the videotape. I don't have that much time on my hands. Hmm. You ever watch a show again? After living it from time to time, you know, yeah. one, one day I'm going to be in charge of this show, and you're going to be stuck somewhere with your mic off. God, I hope <laughs> that never happens. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features three inline jets, single action, meaning you press the button down and that opens the lid and ignites the lighter. You get an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom and a flip out bullet punch, all uh-huh. for the low price. I'm off the thing. There we yeah. go. All for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. Well, it's see, kind see, of my, a- see mine over here? Mine looks like it's worn out. It's the distressed look. Distressed. What they do is they beat the snot out of it so that you don't have to. Yeah. And it was kind of a blessing. Your camera was off face, uh, off screen, so that was good. The My words are confused. Your face was off screen. Yeah, perfect. All right. Perfect. I got it. I nailed it. All right, so today's the day uh, that we announce the Cigar of the Year. Um, the votes And by, it is? Yeah, just like that. <laughs> no, we're going to stretch this on. Um, votes by the people that bought the care pack, the um, contenders pack that we put together. In other words, we tell you right off the bat, these are the eight that have a chance to win, and there's no ninth that's going to show up and, and beat them. It's going to be one of those. And um, none of those eight are based on ratings. No. Uh, actually, we ha- we pay no attention to Barry's ratings. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, no, a I lot get- of people pay big attention to it. I, you know, I put all the numbers in a hat. I pull one out. Yeah, all yeah. Right. Whatever, one, whatever I'm smoking today is 93. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get people that vote with the contenders pack, and, and they actually have a special email, and then they send that email to it, and we take a look and see. Does it go in, in a uh, major direction? And I'll tell you, there were three of them that were one one apart, right? That's how yes. close. Yep. The, the top three were that close apart. So those three, you know, one of them isn't going to be any more than the other one as far as strength of our opinion. Right. It was the closest vote since yes. I've been a part of yes. you guys. I mean, the other ones fell below that, but there yeah. were three at the very, very top of one away from the other, away from the other, actually one vote. So um, then we go to employees and see what they think based upon not what they, uh, how they like it personally, but their feelings that they have, because those are the guys on, on the floor, floor right? Yeah. They're dealing with the person uh, face-to-face, and what they say, oh, I love that cigar, or, you know, whatever. Um, then we're going into the computer, and actually looking at sales data between these brands. And 
Um, then you take it down and you say, okay, give me a list of all the people that have bought this cigar before. Now let's look at that person and see the rebuy of that person. They bought it once, they buy it again. And especially if they bought it as a single and then came back and bought a box. Huge. Or multiple singles at that point. So that has a lot to do with it. Um, And then... You know, we, we've done lots of things to figure out the contenders. We get to the cigar of the year, and now it's going to be all that based upon it, and we have the answer. And uh, I would say it wasn't a slam dunk winner. I, I think we had a, a few at the very top to us, and yep. we now we, we have all the data. We sit down, and uh, we fight. We are Basically, yep. we fight about it because everybody has their thing. I think it should be this, and here's why, and whatever. And then it's th- I think it should be this. Jonathan, I- stop saying Aladino Corojo Reserva. It's not part of the contenders. That's pattern. right. Stop bringing it up. And then when we figured out what it was, Jonathan goes, I said that from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a reminder who the contenders for the Cigar of the Year are. It's Christoph Vengeance. It's Aladino Maduro, not the Reserva, but the Aladino Maduro. Aladino, by the way, was the Cigar of the Year. This year. This year. So uh, could they possibly win twice? Would we ever do such a thing? You'll find out. Um, the Recluse Los Cabos. The uh, Recluse was a cigar of the year in the past. This is the one that is relaxing, and it's like being on a vacation with the Los Cabos. Aging Room Pura Sepa. Uh, I think it's the best aging room to come out. They mm-hmm. won Cigar of the Year with Cigar Aficionado before, mm-hmm. and I think this is even better than that. Placencia Alma Campo. Alma Campo. Um, huge selling cigar, despite yeah. its well, high price range. Ten count box. Yeah. That's an easy move right there. Um, somebody Did somebody give that already a top Cigar of the Year? It was, uh, it was in a couple of lists already. Yeah, but I don't think it was at okay. number one. Uh, King's Treasure. Um, King's Treasure turned out to be a lot of people didn't know the cigar until they got the care package and di- didn't actually know about the cigar. So it, there, w- there wasn't a lot of uh, information out about that cigar. I was actually shocked to find out that we hadn't. We put the contenders out, and never smoked them on the show, mm-hmm. so forgot about it. But now everybody knows about it because we got a lot of very positive. Well, the people that send in notes and letters and all that, they didn't, they hadn't heard about it. It was selling well in the store. Yeah. Customers were buying it. I can't believe we didn't even smoke it on the show and had forgot about that. But anyway, uh, it is what it is. I think when it came out, we had got behind a little bit on care packages. We had smoked something because someone came in unexpectedly. That Uh, bumped the care packages. Yeah, we had to double up one week. And that pushed pushed the King's Treasure off and it never got revisited. Can I share what I share with you in the office? Do whatever. You uh, is this another uh, ribbon story? No, well, no, we'll <laughs> save that for later. Uh, a lot of people that sent in their votes, they were like, the one cigar that surprised me the most was King's Treasure, and my vote is. Yeah. And did they vote for it? Did they not vote for yeah. it? But a lot of people went out of their way to say how surprised they were by did that Did you cigar. give them a half a vote because it was mentioned? Uh, I gave them a check for a second place vote, but second is the first in a long line of losers. You're my favorite second. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut. Um, And uh, that is the box pressed in a Connecticut. And the other one is the Balmoral, Connecticut. A couple of Connecticut's, not your grandfather's Connecticut, Barry's Connecticut's. Yeah. Yeah, Barry's Connecticut's. So that's the eight of them. Um, And um, going back... 
going back in time a little bit. I started this in 1992. Um, and said, okay, what was the best cigar of 1992? And this is the way I did it all the time. There's a contender's pack. Let's figure out how to do it. I'm I'm in retail anyway. Let me get as much help as I can from everybody I can. And um, I went with Fonseca Triangulare. It was a thick uh, torpedo, and um, it was on the milder side, Everything was pretty much anyway uh, in 1992. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of full-body cigars to begin with. Um, so they won the first ever Cigar of the Year in 1992 in a torpedo. By the way, torpedoes were all the rage in 1992. Mm-hmm. And you'll see how things change as it goes mm-hmm. on. For some reason, Cigar Aficionado still gives a lot of love to torpedoes. But it, it's probably the, the living in the past. Yeah, it's the deadest size mm-hmm. right was, now. Was that Fonseca, the tissue-wrapped one? No, it was not. No, no But it was back not. then... You you would get the torpedo because cigars were kind of crappy starting in ninety two. It was the best and, rollers, yeah. But you had so you had the best roller making the torpedo. Yeah. You were going to get a better draw, worth paying a few extra pennies. Yeah, especially in ninety two, only pennies difference. Right, right. To get a better draw. Nineteen ninety three, Romeo and Juliet Vintage, and Romeo and Juliet existed. This was a company called Halco Roar that owned it at the time, and uh, they made a vintage brand of it. For some reason, um, I think Romeo and Juliet Vintage was a Davidoff-made brand, Hanky Kellner-made brand. I could be wrong, but I think it was him back in those days. Now you mention it, I think I remember that as well. Uh, And it might have been before Davidoff or anything, but uh, I believe that they made that cigar. (coughs) You know, so it's, it's very hard for you to hear these 26 years later and hear about a cigar and you're going to look at it upon the cigar that exists on the shelf. Different company, different factories, different cigar altogether. And unfortunately, I can't pull it out of the drawer and say, here's the 1993 Romeo and Juliet vintage. But it was the best that was out there for that year. Remember now, the cigar boom is starting now at this point. Uh, 1994, a a pipe cigar maker, um, a pipe maker, who uh, had his own tobacco also, but very known for his, uh, his pipes, um, Butera. Um, Butera made a cigar brand called Royal Vintage Cedrofino. The Butera Royal Vintage Cedrofino. What a cigar that was. Great. You remember that, oh, huh? I smoked a lot of them. Wow, that was, and, and he, I would say, was the first boutique guy, you know, that really not um, the old regime of um, cigar market. maker, right. right? Little guy out of Texas. He was an Italian living in Texas, and he had a very um, Texas accent, strong Texas <laughs> accent. As an Italian, it was the weirdest combination of it anyway but um and so you're thinking you're gonna go up to him and say hey paisan and he's like y'all y'all paisan y'all you know <laughs> it, it might have been the name but they always struck me as buttery mm. yes Butera. Yeah. It was very creamy on yeah. the milder that's side that's one of the but... few ones early on in the list that i've had but they're not a shade it was a brown it was a, yeah. it was a uh habano wrapper that was on, or whatever it was, it was really, really good at the time. That company was actually sold out to um, Consolidated Cigar, now Altadis. And I don't know if the brand even exists anymore. What a shame. 1995, there was three Dominican cigars in a row, which Dominican owned it at that point. The first Honduran comes out, Felipe Gregorio Santoso. 
Felipe Gregorio was a guy living in, uh, I believe his brands are still out there, and he's still associated with <laughs> Philip Wynn, Felipe Gregorio, um, Philip Gregory Wynn, right. Felipe Gregorio, yeah. more expensive, right? Right. Um, goes to Honduras, commissions Camacho at the time, the company that made Camacho. Were they Carib then? Carib Imports, correct. Mm. Uh, they didn't even have a Camacho brand, but they make the cigar for him. And this is the Aladino people, right? What a cigar. Unbelievable cigar. Uh, later on, changing factories, later on, becoming a different product of what it is. But you go back to 1995, and all of a sudden, giving showcase to a country, Honduras. Not a lot of big name brands coming right. out of there. Um, and all of a sudden this comes out, but later on the company becomes the company that they are. So great cigar. Nicaraguan embargo in place at this point? 1997, I think the embargo oh, ends. Okay. Yep. Uh, so yes. Um, 19, so here's a Honduran. The next year, another Honduran. Puros Indios Toro Especial. Here is a full-bodied cigar. Puros Indios comes out. The wrapper is so beautiful. This guy commissions his own farm. Later on, uh, lawsuits, all kinds of problems happen. But uh, Puros Indios, Toro Special, full-bodied, I wouldn't say a 10, full-bodied in those days, say a 7, maybe an 8. Compared to what's happening yeah. now. Um, you know, yeah. unbelievable sizes, beautiful. And there was the um, 12 stores that they... Uh, put this launch the cigar in and I was lucky enough to be one of the 12 stores back in 1996 to end up having the cigar 12 stores to start out with the thing ends up taking it off it goes into hundreds of stores and then the cigar became a different cigar and and it, and it wasn't their fault actually the cigar it, it became the fault of somebody who sued them about <coughs> the tobacco plantation or something long story i could do a whole show on it but uh that was 1996 so three dominicans two hondurans back to the dominican 1997 la flor dominicana Brand new company out there. What is this? La Flor Dominicana Alcalde. Oh, yeah. And that's the cigar the rep, Stephen Poirier, bought you a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what I will say about La Flor Dominicana is even though it was a mild cigar, it was a stronger mild cigar than things that were on the shelf. It really stood out of what, what is happening here. I mean, the quality of it, everything. It was a real standout. This company, all of a sudden, the eyes are on La Fleur Dominicana. Who are they? What's this all about? Um, 1998, uh, another new, brand new company out there, one year in, um, Perdomo La Tradition Reserve X. And this was a torpedo, a box-pressed torpedo, very sharp, pointy tip to it, uh, very unique shape, size, um, the whole thing to it, really unbelievable cigar, and this is the beginning of Perdomo. I've seen his rollers making the torpedoes, man. They got the scissors out, oh, yeah. and they're rolling that tobacco into that fine point. So this is 1998, and the first Nicaraguan cigar to become the Cigar of the Year. 1999, back to Honduras, and uh, two guys that got together that met each other in California. Uh, one was a lawyer. Another guy was, uh, what was he doing into motorcycles and things like that? Indian tobacco, Corona Grande. And it was Rocky Patel and Phil uh, Zangi. Phil Zangi getting together and putting the cigar out. And uh, it wins packaging of the awards, packaging awards 
not just in the cigar industry, across all kinds of industries that this packaging was, but it was the cigar inside <coughs> that really stood out that year in 1999. Moving on to 2000, back to Nicaragua for the second time, a Cameroon cigar, another box press called CAO, new company. CAO was a pipe company. Again, pipe company going into the cigar business. Wasn't it made by Perdomo then? Made by Perdomo. So Perdomo's really Perdomo's second win. Really. I think you t- blind tasted me on the show with that cigar I once. I still have the original and cigars. I got the factory, but I couldn't figure out the brand. Yeah. What a cigar. And, you know, later CAO goes somewhere else. It got bought out. It's not the same cigar it was before, plus or minus, whether it's better or worse. People would argue, but it's a totally different cigar than right. it was. First off, Cameroon, made in Nicaragua, Perdomo brand, uh, and a different owner of the company. 2001, back to the Dominican, Cusano Corojo. Toro. So here was a spicy um, Dominican made by Davidoff. Um, best value, no doubt about it, at the time. It was an unbelievable value cigar, is what it was. And the first time rumors happened that Dave Garofalo owns a company. Yeah. That he made Cigar of the Year. Yes, because I'm not it. the first time on this list that it ends no. up happening. It's no. happened a couple of other times. Yeah. But this is the first time when someone said, I think Garofalo owns that. He must own it because why is he pushing this unknown brand so much? Well, first off, the guy, Mike Cusano, lived in the north end of Boston. He was a customer of mine before he got into the cigar business. Uh, Came out with Cusano 18, which was a winner. And here comes his second one, Cusano (coughs) Corojo. Off the charts. Off the charts. So much so that later on in the year, the factory actually buys him out. Because he was pumping out six million cigars out of that factory. 2002, Camacho shows up with the brand Camacho Diploma. Uh, the second cigar out of that Carib factory, which later changed its name to Camacho because of the success of this cigar. We had that, that cigar for a year previous to that, uh, different sizes and things like that uh, as uh, a testing for it. Sure. Now it's legitimately out there, available to everybody, because it couldn't be the cigar of the year the previous year. Um, 2003 is Gurkha. That's right. No I said kidding. Gurkha. MS Double Corona. Uh, this is Gurkha just starting into the cigar industry at that point. Beautiful packaging, beautiful cigars. The pricing was great. Everything was going good. And then it was brand after brand after brand after brand. And here's what ends up happening when you do that. When you're making 50 brands, uh, and I believe this about restaurants too. You got too much on your menu or anything. It's There's no attention to the one single thing that you have. So taking nothing away from them, uh, success, uh, Kai said. um, But in in that year, if you were able to have a Gurkha MS, uh, master Selection, I believe it was called, uh, Double Corona, in 2003. Unbelievable cigar for what it was. Unbelievable. 2004, back to Honduras, Rocky Patel with a cigar under his own name uh, called Rocky Patel 1990 Churchill. And this is the beginning of Rocky Patel Vintage, right. one after the other after the other. I think we did pretty good as these years go on because they each of these brands, remember, are pretty unknown. And when you hear the Cigar of the Year this year and you say, we don't really know it, you got to look at it a few years later because, you know, we're kind of crystal ball in this thing, yep. telling you it's coming out of the gate. 2005, back to Nicaragua, Cabo Juan Robusto Extra. This was Pete Johnson. This was his first 
thing he came out with, Tatuaje and Cabawan, and maybe I got it wrong. Tatuaje should have been the one. Cabawan, I like better. It seemed a little milder than Tatuaje. Well, and it probably sold more units at the time because a milder cigar is going to sell better than a stronger cigar. So still to this day, I mean, you know, you go back to 2005, Pete Johnson, Tatuaje, Cabawan, even even Pepin Garcia pretty unknown entities yeah. at that point so here they are there you're burning a hole in your acrylic there, oh buddy. god jeez <laughs> okay so now i'm uh where am i luckily his cigar's been out for about 10 minutes there we go <laughs> uh Cabo-1 was the last one yeah so 2006 chateau real and I'm wondering if you're going to see the return what of Chateau Real. a cigar that was. It was a great cigar. I think we're in agreement that cigar probably will make a comeback due to the FDA. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, They'd be foolish not to. This was a huge win um, for, I, I think, um, Drew Estates right. because it was the one that took them out of the um, flavored, flavored cigars. And here's their first real cigar. They made a real <coughs> cigar at that point, and uh, they start off with a mild cigar. Everybody looks at it. It drew a state and they as think Liga, Liga Pavada, right. but this is the one that brought him to the to the game and said, "You guys can make a real cigar." And I'll tell you, it's, it was every bit as good as any Ashton Davidoff Avo. Uh, oh, it was my favorite for a very know. long time. So great cigar. I hope to see a comeback. Um, you know, you see something on here and you see it doesn't exist anymore. Did we get it wrong? I don't think so. I think it was a grand slam, and I think they their mistake was actually pulling it, but they they wanted to be something different. Um, so it didn't match up with their uh, persona, I would say. Um, next up, 2007, is Cusano comes out with a new brand called Cuvée. By the way, the new Davidoff that's out is called Davidoff Cuvée. 2012 Master Selection. Or- Coincidence? No, it's not, because they bought the company out at that point. So this came out and died the same year, because they actually bought the company, and that was... You know, put it to the side. Let's pay. They bought Camacho and they bought Cusano and they started working. Let's work first on Camacho. And they actually never stopped working on Camacho and they kind of left the whole Cusano thing by the wayside. Away, by the wayside. So that's what happened to a great cigar. Another one that, you know, you look at the Davidoff brand and here was a fraction of the price cigar, every bit as good. This was an unbelievable uh, brand and it just. Came and went as fast as uh, as it came. It was gone. As did the 2008 cigar of the year from Nicaragua, a brand called Asensia, which probably most of you don't even know what that cigar Big is. Big mistake on that brand was in 2008, they put the number 2008 on the boxes. Yeah. When they came out with 2009 and crops change, I get it. It wasn't quite as good. No. And we all... Went hunting for the 2008s. Everybody wanted the 2008. So they did like the liquor companies do, and they put the year on it. Like Foolish. a wine company would put the year and th- and go back all the way to uh, um, Bahia. Bahia used to do it too. What a mistake! And you don't even know what Bahia is. There, there was the probably the first. Um, because the date becomes brand. important. Right. Now it's, I got to find that exact cigar. Dunhill did it too. Everybody that did it is gone. Yeah. And so, so you want the kiss of death, put the year of the cigar on there. They'll be looking for just that particular one and that particular one only. So Essencia uh, was the company with Palio Cutters. The later got bought out. Right. That company is owned by somebody else now who is sitting on the Essencia brand. And who and the hell knows if out. it ever came out. 
2009 from Nicaragua. You're going to start seeing Nicaragua. Nicaragua, we just did a couple of them, and here they come again, is um, Brickhouse. Brickhouse, J.C. Newman. $5 uh, in a comfortable chair. Here we go. So right now it's a $7 cigar, and, they, and, <laughs> and that uh, commercial is gone. But um, Brickhouse, unbelievable cigar back in 2009. Uh, actually, different factory now that makes it, but the guy that made it, you know, I was uh, killing with that cigar. 2010, Nicaragua again. 2283, that uh, there was actually somebody in yeah, there. Gil was smoking, Gil was smoking it. Um, Jesus, Jesus Fuego. Fuego. Uh, the great greatest s- interview that we did early on, and it was lost forever. The only lost episode we ever did. We smoked that cigar with Jesus Fuego, and if you had to be listening live or it was gone. We became a podcast the next week. Yeah. So it was radio. We had seven radio stations, and uh, it was completely lost. What happened? It didn't record on the other end. It played live. It played. It went out. Rudy had watched it. Everything was good on that end. And this guy took us to school. Yeah, he did. Wow. He knew his stuff. We got to have him back on. We got to. It was great. Uh, So 2010, 2283. Bless Bless you. Barry gave us warning on this, that, yeah. that he's been sneezing all day. Only took you 32 minutes, buddy. I'm proud of you. 2011, back to the Dominican Republic, and Ortsak, ah. another one that was claimed I own that. By the way, when these people sell these companies off, I get nothing because <laughs> I don't own them. But as, as it would be, this was a cigar agency. The cigar agency went into the vape business, ah. and I bought Ortsak. So I actually own Final sack. <laughs> I didn't own it then, but I own it now. Castro spelled backwards. Yes. And uh, it was a cigar of the year, and it was a great cigar. And it says Dominican Republic here, but I believe it was a Nicaraguan cigar. Really? I believe it was a Nicaraguan cigar. I got to find all these things out. Made in because, the Dominican? Yes. Nicaraguan tobacco made in... in yeah, so I guess it would be okay to be called a Dominican cigar. But uh, part of the thing when I go to Dominican in a couple weeks is going to be... Re- relaunch in Ortsak, bringing it back. But I, what I did was buy all the inventory, and with the inventory came the, the, the right to continue right. to do it. So uh, 2012, the first time going to another country, we did Honduras, we did Dominican, and uh, did Nicaraguan. We go to Costa Rica, 2012, and went Atabay. Dog rocket. Sucked. And right now, Atabay, people don't know what Atabay is now. Mm. Listen, 2012. Nobody 2012. Knew. Nobody knew it. And that's the whole idea of this. We're trying to actually launch the brand. It came out that year. And it, it takes 10 years for a cigar to become a monster. But look at, the, look at Atabay today, right? So 2012, Atabay. Nobody knew what it was. Here it goes. 2013, Dominican Republic, Hammer and Sickle trademark. This is another time. When people, the rumor floats out there that you own, I own the company. That too. I don't own it. That one I think I started. But Did you? <laughs> I think that was me. That, that is a company that's owned by a lot of people. Yes, it is. And I don't know what you call that. A group of people that end up owning a company, however that is. The but mafia? No, it's not the mafia. It's not the mafia. Investors. Uh, but, yeah, they're investors. Uh, I'm not one of them. I wasn't asked to be. Maybe I would have been if somebody asked me, but nobody did. But 2013, Cigar of the Year, uh, Hammer and Sickle Trademark, made by Davidoff. At the time called Icon. Yes. They had, they had to actually change their name. So if you look at our plaques, it probably says Icon. Right. 2014, Honduras. 
Again, now I'm going back to Camacho, but I'm now with Davidoff because Davidoff bought Camacho. So this will be the third time that the Camacho umbrella wins. And and third time, fourth time, a Davidoff yep. own product wins. Uh, B.G. Meyer. Now, B.G. Meyer. Do you own Davidoff? I do not own Davidoff. Okay. Even though my name is David. Coincidence, <laughs> David. Um, B.G. Meyer was made for Rob Weiss. Rob Weiss. And let them use the license and something went wrong with the licensing and that's why the brand doesn't exist anymore not that it wasn't a great cigar i have a box left but you can't buy the cigar anymore that's uh davidoff kind of dropping the ball a couple of times there yeah davidoff they're such a big company and it goes to your point about when you get too big they buy it then drop the ball on it they get they've got so many brands under their portfolio very tough to have the same amount of attention on each They've tried the brand ambassador thing, you know, having a guy like Avo go around and he just yeah. focuses on Avo. Very yep. tough. Uh, 2015 Recluse Amadeus Habano. Still great cigar. Yep. Uh, now they're coming out with the others. People are catching on now to that brand, but a, a little known brand for sure. Comes out of nowhere. 2016 La Galera, Connecticut. Another, they didn't know what it was. You know what Lugal era is today. Yep, made by Hochi Blanco, the same monster. person that makes the cigar we're smoking. That, that is one that I believe has become a monster at this point. I mean, you uh, we won't mention names, but you've had an independent broker come to you and say, I want this. Right. Because it, it's got so much attention. Yeah, Is it because cigars. it was Cigar of the Year? Is it because it's a great cigar? Is it the yes. price point? I'm going to go with Cigar there's of the a Year. Lot of, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of questions, but that brand has become a monster. It has. Um 2017, last year, the Aladino. Again, this was made by the same factory that made Camacho in the first place. Uh, kind of two for them. Technically, really. the, technically the third time with Felipe Gregorio, with right, Camacho, right. and Aladino. And even you could go to B.G. Meyer. Um, I know you got 2018 on the list, but stop. Okay. We're don't not don't say, say it. All right. I'm okay. not going to say 2018. But what I'd like to do is eliminate the first one so that before we go to break let's eliminate one of these eight and just get it off the board because what everybody's thinking right now is aladino is the cigar of the year last year they won typically so four times, times right. there they got one in the care package is this number five barry what is the first cigar eliminated for this year. Oh, sure. Make me the bearer. There we go. <laughs> the first cigar eliminated from the 2018 Cigar of the Year Contenders Pack is the Aladino Maduro. You are such a jerk for eliminating All that. right. So that's yeah, off yeah, the right. board. So let's just get that off the board because everybody's going to be thinking the whole way through. that yeah. Because you look at off like a wax strip on your I, chest. I must own the company for sure because why would it not be... You know, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. yeah. So that is it. So uh, my cigar went out, plus I uh, burned some plastic with it. I'm going to have to yeah, relight it's probably this not and everything. safe to smoke now, but I'm go ahead, clean, light it up. I'm going to clean that up. But what's your thoughts here on the uh, C.O. Jones? You guys have had Chinese food, I'm sure. If you go bok choy oh, or shut up. Chinese you go to pods, you get the you. you get the poo-poo platter because it has a little bit of something for everybody, and yeah. it always comes with the teriyaki on a stick. I uh, doesn't always. you got to pay extra for that. Do you? Of course I do, yes. Mine always comes All with right. it. All uh, right. Because I don't like egg rolls. But the teriyaki on the stick has a little bit of sweet and sour going on. It's got the meaty component. And then there's a little char component as well. All of those things are happening with the C.O. Jones that we're smoking. 
You know what I took out of that? That Jonathan likes the meat stick. Yeah. That's what I took out of that. All right. That's what you get out of there. And oh, Sullivan didn't like it at all. Why don't you guys start talking about the other things that you're tasting that taste exactly like that? Go ahead. I'm dealing with a cold, so all I'm getting is a little bit of spice, a little bit of cedar, but I know I'm missing stuff because I'm all congested. Yeah, I got, I got cedar, strong cedar component, little beefy, little beefy. I'll give you the beef. I don't know about the teriyaki sauce. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the teriyaki sauce. I, I got everything except poo-poo platter. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, I don't want poo-poo anything. No. It's a terrible name for a dish. <laughs> Wouldn't you think? Who came up with that and said, let's call it poo-poo. That's a good idea. It sells. Ter- terrible name. It, it still sells. works. It still works. Getting Chinese food after this. Now. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, one down, six more to eliminate. We have a winner, and it's coming up. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. 
So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Pelota Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is a Hank Kellner and my son... Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking C.O. Jones. This is from Hochi Blanco, who won the Cigar of the Year a couple of years ago with the La Galera. Uh, and last year's winner, which was Aladino, now has been eliminated already. And I did get confirmation from uh, the only female in our studio audience that uh, she tastes meat when she smokes this cigar. So It must be there. It's cinnamon. It's cinnamon. It's it's cedar and cinnamon. So he's so off. He's so off. And I, and I'd say it's it's a dry flavor, dry rub, 
more than a salivating type of its dryness. And if I had to pick a side, I would pick your side. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. If he had to pick a side, which means he's not believing in me either. But <laughs> no, I can't, t- I can't really taste. So I got the cedar. Ed, Ed Sullivan, you got anything? I got nothing. You got nothing. All right. You got nothing, but I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh... I got to rig up some sort of way that I can play my sound effects from here. I know how to do it, but I'm not going to help you. And I'll just plug in underneath and I can have my own little board. All right. We got to eliminate eight of them. So let's eliminate the next guy. I'm going to be that guy. You're that guy the whole show. I'm already hated. So uh, the next cigar is a cigar that made a comeback into the marketplace. And it's from the Dominican Republic. It's a shade grown cigar. And we're going to eliminate the Balmoral, Connecticut. Balmoral, Connecticut by uh, Royal Agio. We had a meeting about who was going to play the dick on this week's show, and you, your name came up yeah, every time. Slam King dunk. Richard I is what uh, Dave wanted to call you. But. <laughs> so, um, King Dick. We, we had a Honduran and a Dominican now eliminated, and the Dominican shade takes it down. Uh, um, Long shot for a Connecticut shade, you would think, anyway. What? Go back through your list. There's yeah. an awful lot of Connecticut yeah. shades that have won. It certainly wouldn't be. Do you know what never happened, I don't think, on uh, Cigar Aficionado, ever? Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at some of the ratings I've given to Davidoff over the years. All right. So um, we do have more um, shade-grown cigars on our list. That's true. Can I do another one? Do another one. I like being the bearer of bad news. <laughs> All right. I now once, you like it. I once wanted to fire my own mother. True story. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's eliminate another Dominican shade while we're at it. It's an unknown long shot that got a lot of attention the past couple of weeks, as we alluded to earlier. It's no longer unknown. And it's from Robert Wright, and it's King's Treasure. King. Bye-bye. There we go. King's Treasure's gone, too. So uh, I love it, by the way. Love Great King's Treasure. Butterscotch Dum Dum. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, a little sad to see it go. Yep, it's and not going to affect its sales. It still sells well. I think it's going to sell even better now. People are starting to get to know it, um, and uh, we'll get to that. But right now, that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. <laughs> Who would win this battle? If you can only hear one song for the rest of your life. Oh, and you Christmas only have tree, two oh, choices: tree. Bohemian Rhapsody or Ring of Fire. Bohemian Rhapsody or Ring of Fire. You got It's the only song you're gonna hear. It's gonna be your ringtone. It's gonna be you turn the radio on. That's it. Over and over and over, forever and ever and ever. You got to pick one of those two. It's Bohemian Rhapsody Listen, or Ring of Fire. I'm a huge fan of Queen. However, well, that is not. Queen. That is not even close. To their best song, whereas in Johnny Cash's case, it is close to his best song. So I'm going Ring of Fire all day, every day. Only song I'm listening to for the rest of my life. So on my Christmas tree at home, I have a guitar ornament, and you press the button, and it plays Ring of Fire. So tell us again how you want to be me. It was Heidi's brother's favorite song, and he's no longer with us. So I'll choose Ring of Fire for sentimental reasons. All right. Listen to that for the rest of your life. I really want to disagree with Mr. Jonathan, but I can't. Ring of Fire is the answer. 
But it's the same thing all the way through. When you get something like Bohemian Rhapsody, you got it all like kinds three of songs things going on. You got three songs. But yeah. so is Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. It doesn't mean I want to listen to it over and over again. It's, I think it's Queen's weakest song. Really? Yeah. It's, Did you see the movie yet? No. <laughs> Anybody? No. Nope. No. I haven't seen any of that. I want to, but I haven't seen it. All right. So uh, I, I guess it is Ring of Fire. I, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. I see the meatball flyer there. Yeah. Tickets are almost sold out. Almost the sold out. The first annual Meatball, the Clash of the Meatballs, 2019, Thursday, January 31st, 2019. No BS here. Yeah. Is Barry or is Barry not making meatballs for this event? He is not. I, oh. I would have oh. made meatballs. I thought I was in. Nope. You said you were going to let us sample your meatballs. Uh, that well, was four would, weeks ago. Why would I tease and, you with knowing what mine tastes like so you can vote against it? His vote doesn't count. He's making a meatball too, I'm, I'm you dolt. I wanted to win this thing. I wanted to put you Jonathan be in on down. next year, but you promised you were going to bring us meatballs and you didn't. You want to make a meatball? I, I thought I was in. I would make meatballs. 50 meatballs. 50 meatballs. Make some meatballs so we could taste Golf them. Golf ball size there. meatballs. All right. That's a little smaller than I was going to make, so that works out even better. A little less well, we expensive. Can't, we can't serve a meal in one meatball. They <laughs> won't have room for the rest of the meatballs. They're getting five meatballs plus pasta plus yeah. garlic bread and a couple of cigars. And you're saying, oh, my God, this must be $100. No, it's 30 bucks. And uh, macaroni, and garlic bread, five meatballs included. Steve Saka will be here with Sober Mesa and Mi Carita. And after, we will do Sober Mesa, which is talk over the table. So we'll sit at the table and we'll talk about cigars and all that stuff. So it's the first annual. We'll see what it does. Thursday, January 31st, 2019, right around the corner, 6 to 9 p.m. Advanced tickets only. And that event will sell out, I would imagine, today. Yeah. So, uh Start dialing. You guys all have your tickets? All right. All right. Uh, moving along, we have Aladino Maduro out. We have Balmoral out. We have the King's Treasure out. It leaves Christoph Vengeance. It leaves Aging Rum Pura Septa. It leaves Recluse Los Cabos. It leaves Placentia Almo Campo. And it leaves Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut. I'm proud of you. You only screwed up two of the names really? by adding Thank extra you. letters that don't belong there. Barry, let's eliminate another. And it looks like we're going to eliminate a country as well. And we are eliminating a box press cigar. We are saying bye-bye to the Recluse Los Cabos. Sorry, Scott Weeks. Scott Weeks, Recluse Los Cabos. And, and is that it for Dominican Republic? I believe so. Wow. Mm. So that is it. Um, okay. So um, we'll move on from there. Uh, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And for the fifth consecutive year, the Attorney General in the state of Washington plans another attempt to raise the age for tobacco to 21. The Attorney General. General. For four years in a row, it has failed. Last year, getting zero votes in favor of it at the House of Representative level. But this year, he included a stipulation in the bill that the age would not increase at military installations within the state. 
So one of the arguments must be, so the military guy can't, can go to war, yeah. and he can't have a cigar, so, yeah, we'll let military people, but anybody else, no. Right. To me, that seems unfair. Right. It's either all or none, and it should be none. It should be none. And lastly, this week saw the oldest living American and World War II veteran Richard Overton die at the age of 112. Not bad, Richard. 112. How many cigars a day? Sergeant Overton was honorably discharged from the U.S. Army and was a passionate and unapologetic cigar smoker, lighting up 12 a day with the occasional whiskey. Today, the Cigar Authority put some smoke in the air for this legend as we mourn his passing, and I think he had the uh, key to happiness. He was married twice. He had no kids. He outlived his wives, and he smoked cigars. Yeah. That's the key. No kids. 112. And pretty good 112. Yeah. Very alert. Like a year ago, he went to the nursing home. Yeah. He he was sent to, um, just before Christmas, he went in with pneumonia, and then he passed just after Christmas. Yeah, pneumonia will get you. You get the pneumonia shot? Do you get a pneumonia shot? No, I got flu shot once, and I wound up with pneumonia, so never again. I was seeing a thing on there. You get the flu shot, you cough, and you have a sickly person. You should get the flu shot. You should get a pneumonia shot. Pneumonia take you down. Yeah, but the flu is last year's strain or the strain they Whatever. think it's going to be. It's not going to do. It's baloney that gives it to you. It, it, it does give you some, but it gives you to fight it. Anyway, uh, coming up next week, uh, it will be 2019, so the year will be completely over, and I will say the State of the Cigar Industry Address, and joining me will be Eric Wentworth, who will actually would like a few minutes to say the state of the Hammer and Sickle Cigar Company's state. I'm asking you one more time. Is he announcing that you're buying Hammer and Sickle? Well, I'm going to leave it up to him now at that point. But <laughs> that is the, not a denial. It, it is a denial. <laughs> I'm not buying anything. Um, so we'll have him on uh, next week's show as we tell you uh, what is up with the cigar industry, what happened in the cigar industry next week. So uh, back on to uh, the elimination. Um, well, we're out of time, so let, let's go. Let's let's. Uh, a final Sorry, thoughts. Barry, you're going to have to have fun on the next. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to so that after the break. But final thoughts here on the Co. Jones. I barely lit it. I've, I've been talking the whole hour, so I'm getting notes of cedar and cinnamon. There we go. <laughs> and Barry nailed it. Barry says what Dave says, so therefore he is correct. It, but but there it, is no cinnamon. <laughs> there is no cedar. There's meat. There's a little sweetness. This is a cigar you want to drink with because it's very dry. The, the cedar is dry. so strong in this. Even yeah. being nasally and congested, I 100% yeah. get dominant notes. You dominant. missed a word. Brain dead. Nasally no. and brain dead. Very, there is very, no cedar. Very aged in cedar, a cedar room for a long, long period of time. It's, it's like a very aged cigar, and it's not all that aged. Not that it's underage. I mean, we have a tight line over here. Probably got three years on it or so. But no. But it, I think it does disservice to to its name. C.O. Jones and Cajones sounds like it's overly aggressively strong. Right. You expect the pepper bomb. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's, just, it's hot, uh, loaded with pepper. Yeah, it's a six. It's a six in strength. It's not all that. But... Uh, Anyway, let's go to break. We come back. The number one cigar of the year. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 
15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We're talking Cigar of the Year, and all the votes are in. The elimination has begun. Welcome back, everybody. Another great year for cigars. Uh, every year, I mean, these guys are getting better and better at making cigars. Yeah, they are. Um, the, you'll hear next week at the State of the Cigar Industry Address that more cigars came in. I think we're only second to maybe 1997, uh, which was the biggest year ever uh, for cigars in my lifetime, uh, not my lifetime, I think the 60s were big, but uh, in modern time, let's sure. call it, in, in the past 35 years or so. Um, so more cigars are coming in. Um, production is fantastic. The crops have been good. These guys got it down uh, year after year. They're, they're, you know, And I think that goes for anything uh, crop-based or something. They've, they've really figured out, um, you know, they, they're making... Bigger fruit, bigger vegetables, better everything. Marijuana is stronger than ever. Uh, you name it, everything's getting better when it comes to it. So they got it down to basically a science. Um, so looking very forward to um, the, seeing how the tobacco is in Dominican Republic, how, how that's going. I'm hearing good things about Nicaragua right now. Honduras, obviously, uh, the Aroas are killing it out there. 
Costa Rica, um, you know, and um, also Mexico. Um, and you're seeing, um, I'm hearing uh, nice things that, again of uh, Cameroon that may be making a comeback uh, next year. You, you may see uh, um, the brand we're going to smoke now come out with a Cameroon again. He was known for Cameroon at one time. But, Barry, what are we going to smoke this hour? Well, today's second cigar has become a uh, New Year's Eve type show. Uh, for the Cigar Authority, and it was to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Perdomo. And we're going to light up the Perdomo Champagne, which is manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. We have spoken the 6x50 Magnum Tubo, which features a six-year aged Connecticut wrapper over binder and filler from Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $8.19, while a box of 12 is just $79.99, which is a savings of just over $18, or 18% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. And you may be asking yourself, why the Tubo? There's a reason for this, because this is the time of year where we're going to be watching a ball drop. We're going to be probably dressed up. I know I will be. And the Tubo helps to keep the cigar intact. You can throw it right inside your jacket pocket, in your vest. In your coat pocket, you don't have to worry about damaging the cigar. This is the only time of year where I would say it's worth paying a little extra to get the tube to keep your cigar safe so that you can light up and celebrate the new year. Well, he puts, when you take the cigar out of the tube, you're going to notice, unlike a lot of tubes, this cigar is cellophane inside the tube. And like a lot of tubes, you're going to see cedar inside the tube, which is mean it's going to bring on cedar flavors to it, and that's what they want to do. Not in this tube. He doesn't want any cedar flavor right. added to the cigar. So the cedar is not actually put in there. Uh, he wants it to be exactly the way it is inside here, and there's a reason for it. Um, he... Burble, bourbon barrel ages his wrapper, yes, he does. <laughs> every single one, including the Connecticut, um, and wants it to be intact the way it is. Um, if you notice a, a, a humidor like the Davidoff humidor, you'll notice cedar isn't inside the Davidoff humidor. The uh, boxes are not made of cedar. All the Davidoff boxes, it's a different type of wood that's there. They do not want to bring on the flavor of cedar. Everybody else... We're looking for cedar, not in these particular cases. So let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Why? This is perfect. Perdomo Cigars is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo that cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices when we needed it the most. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So something right out of the right out of the gate with Perdomo, you feel the the end of the cigar, and it's firm. This is the foot, the foot, right? The, the opened end, very firm. Yeah, well humidified. I'm not worried about that, but firm. And you're going to think to yourself, there is no way I'm going to get a draw on this. And then you pull on the other end, and it, you may as well be pulling through a straw. And you taste the peanuts mm-hmm. at that point. Peanut shells, fresh peanuts. Peanuts. Get your peanuts here. Hot roasted peanuts. Yep. Taste them. Talking about hot nuts. Hot nuts. Oh, you made it that way. Yeah. I thought maybe Ed Sullivan had the drop, but he doesn't. (laughs) We used to have the hot nuts drop. All right. So, nuttiness. I'll give you the nuttiness. At the the, the cold draw. Now, let's light her up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. 
The Vertigo Gauntlet features three inline jets. We sometimes call this the poor man's flat flame because of the way it looks. You got an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, single action, a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. And the good news is when you drop it, you've actually dropped the gauntlet. I, see I what think you in did that there. case, you would have to throw it down. <laughs> yeah. So you, you throw, throw down, down the gauntlet. Throw down the gauntlet. You could drop the gauntlet, though. I don't know if that's a thing. But you could. You could. If you dropped it. You could drop the bell. <laughs> that's no not a thing either. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not a thing at all. You want to see me draw my cutter? Of all Perdomo cigars. I'd like to see Dave drop you. This is my favorite of Perdomo cigars. This is my favorite, the champagne. And I'm not sure, but I would guess, I'd be willing to bet this is the biggest seller. The champagne. Uh, I think it may have been eclipsed at this point by the BBA Connecticut. It's bourbon barrel aged, where he says it's bourbon barrel aged. These are bourbon barrel aged wrappers, but he says that the other one is bourbon gonna, barrel aged. I'm going to say, and maybe we'll get an answer from this, that champagne would be the number one seller. Janine they listens may- almost every week. She may have the numbers right there. She could just tell us that Dave's wrong. Yeah, she could. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's possible. All right. Aladino Maduro is out. Balmoral is out. The King's Treasure is out. Recluse Los Cabos is out. That leaves Christoph Vengeance, which happens to be a Dominican I mean, cigar. so strong I didn't equate it with it. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're, you're admitting that you were wrong. It's a rarity. It happens. Yeah, it's at the okay. end of the year. You yeah. made pretty good all the way down to uh, <laughs> December 29th. a certain cigar 100, which was two points too high. Aging Room Pura Septa is still in. The Placentia Almocampo is still in. And the Aganosa Leaf Connecticut is still in. It's all Nicaraguan. And one Dominican um, to be. So let's eliminate one. Barry, what are you going to eliminate? I can play Trump. You're fired. Aging Room Pura Sepa. Oh! <laughs> Aging Room Pura Sepa, Nicaraguan cigar. Yes. Is out. Uh, our friend Rafael Nodell. I feel great bad. He's cigar. in the chat room. I'm He's sorry. in the chat room. I'm sorry, Rafael. But don't really be sorry good. because being a contender to begin with, and by the way, the elimination is in no particular order because you all come in second. And he's been number two before. Number one in the free world. <laughs> number two before. Number two happens to be my favorite number. That's a two great, guys. great way to sell that, Dave. Yeah, there we go. It but, doesn't hurt as much, Rafael, because he likes the number two. I love it. <laughs> Means you try, you're going to keep trying harder. And number one sometimes ends up being a bad thing, right? We've seen, <coughs> seen it in the in the list. We've seen it that be the kiss of death. Yeah. So uh, aging room Puriscepta, as much as the other past aging rooms got high accolades and high ratings, and actually t- took them ten years to get as known as Raphael is now. Um, this one is his best yet. Yes. This is better than the others. This is the best aging room there's ever been. Totally, I, completely agree. In, in my opinion, anyway. So, eliminated. Um, so, let's eliminate another. All right. Now, we could uh, officially eliminate the Dominican Republic and say bye to our friends at Christoph. Christoph with Christoph Vengeance. Vengeance. Off the list. Off the list. All Dominicans are out. Christoph Vengeance, full-bodied um Cigar from the Dominican, I can see understand the um, a lot of people don't equate Dominican cigars as full bodied. Although look at La Flor Dominicana, almost everything's full bodied. Um, Christoph Engines, they make full bodied cigars in the Dominican Republic too, right? Yes, they, they have do. high primings. Um, 
And I don't know, for me, the vengeance comes off as a little bit stronger than the pissed off. But I know I'm not, I'm the minority with that. It's, but a, the it's up there. It's has up there. A strong. And aging room, the, the Dominican content. aging room was full bodied also. Yep. Lots of full bodied that came out here. But right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from my friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Dave, I think we might have a story that could tie into what was discussed last week. In 2003, Ross Asdorian was living the dream at college when he hooked up with a lovely co-head. But the casual hookup resulted in a call to 911. During coitus, the man suffered an injury known as corpus cavernosa rupture, which is also known as a broken penis. After having a friend tie off the penis with a ribbon, the man was rushed to the hospital where a team of professionals led by Dr. Wang was able to save Ross's penis. So, Mr. Jonathan, the question is, do you know a Ross Azadorian, and is this the smoking gun? And that's not only insane, it's asylum. <laughs> and the doctor was Dr. Wang. True story. <laughs> True story. He wrote a book called Broken Banana, chronicling the whole event. Really? So do you know a Ross Asdorian? I was he the person who had the ribbon tied? Will neither confirm nor deny. Those that are listening, anyone. So those that didn't listen last week, somebody came forward to Barry at a bar. Yes, uh, and asked Barry if he co-hosts the Cigar Authority with Mister Jonathan, <laughs> and heard that were you in college at the time or whatever? Yeah, you had around that age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that his roommate accused him. It's of- not my roommate. My roommate's the one who told the guy who told Barry. And that's how convoluted the game of telephone has gone. <laughs> that <laughs> Mr. that Jonathan- someone that I fired, that I had allegedly tied a ribbon around that kid's penis. Who he alleged? And that's why you the fired alleged him? person would have been of age. Did you fire him because he wouldn't let you happen. do it a second time? Did you tie the ribbon too tight? Uh, I must have. <laughs> I must have. And. Mr. Jonathan denied it. First, he laughed. Then he denied it. First, my jaw hit the floor because I thought that story had died 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And here it comes back. And, and now I think it's going to stick around forever and ever. No, and I found a 15-year-old story about a person who had a ribbon tied around his penis. And how far long did you look for that? How much time? While, while he was on the clock, You, you paid me for a lot of hours. <laughs> <laughs> on the clock. A little on OT the there. I, I, I would think so. All right, so we're doing the Cigar of the Year this year. Uh, Aladino Maduro out. Balmoral is out. The King's Treasure is out. Recluse Las Cabos is out. Christoph Vengeance is out. And now the Aging Room Pure Scepter is out. Uh, that leaves two. There's only two left. The Placencia Amocampo and the Aganosa Leaf Connecticut did the last two. Before I get to that, everybody comes out with of the year. Everything. Yep. 
Uh, not only Cigar of the Year, and you're hearing the, the magazine's doing it, the blogger's doing it. I'm here to tell you there's one Cigar of the Year. It's ours. We're going to give you the answer to it. It's the oldest. It's been around the longest. We've invented it. It's the most scientific. Yes. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. But the Oxford Dictionary comes out with every year the word of the year. Uh, the word of the year is a word or an expression that is judged to reflect the mood of the passing year and having the last potential as a term of the cultural significant. In 2018, the word of the year, any idea what this could possibly be? Uh, yeah, snowflake. That would have been 2016. Yeah, probably two years ago, I would say. The word is toxic. Adds to many strings of its poisonous uh, bow, becoming intoxicating description for the year's most talked about topics. Um, toxic? It's already to been a toxic, word. Toxic, it's a word, but it's the word of the year. It doesn't have it to be. It can't be the word of the year. It's not a new word. So it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to It say, does have to be a no, new word. No, it doesn't. So then Barry's new um, godfather that he has, that could be movie of the year. Yes, it could. No. According, to, <laughs> according to the Oxford Dictionary, it's a standout no, choice wrong. for the word of the year. The data shows that along with a 45% rise in the number of times the word has been looked up in the uh, OxfordDictionaries.com. 45% increase that people looked up the word. So it was looked up four times and it got looked up an additional Five. three times. So seven total. It doesn't give me the, the amount. They of don't, it, yeah, they don't say how many because it's BS. For the, what reason? The Oxford Dictionary what is owned by the same company that owns CNN. That's my prediction. Toxic. It's fake news. How about breakthrough of the year? Breakthrough of the year. Yeah. In what sense? Uh, I would say scientific. Uh, pot strains becoming the most powerful they've there ever been. There we go. Been. Embryo development. Really? Embryo development. Um, how a single cell develops into an adult animal uh, with multiple organs and billions of cells. And DNA ultimately orchestrates that. And uh, they can actually build a person now at that point with some DNA. I'm not surprised. It's a big breakthrough, right? Did you hear Time Magazine's Person of the Year? <coughs> Wasn't it a, was it a group of people or was it the... Uh... Which, it's so bad now. It's never a Person of the Year anymore. It's, you know, it's a political statement, basically. Right. You know, one was the, the writer from Turkey that was killed. Yeah, uh, the Guardian's... And the War on Truth yep. is the person of the year. So they've jumped a shock many years ago. It's a non-entity anymore. War on Truth. How about a Pantone color of the year? A Pantone color. I'm going to go with mauve. I think uh, Dueling Comedians is on the cutting edge, and it's orange. <laughs> it's a burnt orange on there. It is kind of... It's it's 16-1542. Um Living coral is the color. Living coral. It seems like an orangey pink, yeah. a uh, pinkish goldfish. Are you, are you saying that you picked this as Phil when we could have gone through all these friggin' mailbags? That's what you picked? I just got because it's of the year type of thing. I got one last thing. Who cares? Hey. Now this one you might care about. What is the diet of the year according to Google? Well, it's obviously fasting. Keto. Keto. Keto diet is the diet of the year. And these, every year, they come up with it. 
And they would be amazed on their show to be talking about, believe it or not, there is a cigar of the year. What? A cigar of the year? Yes, there is a cigar of the year. I predict that on the Oxford Dictionaries podcast, if they have one, they're not talking about the Cigar Authority Cigar <laughs> of the Year because it's a crappy way to fill time when we got all these mailbags to But get they to. should be talking about the Cigar Authority Cigar of the Year because we are the authority on cigars. Hey, and John, Dave is the originator doing this since 1992. There we go. In case you didn't hear that three times. Jonathan, would you like to read something from the mailbag? Yeah, the following message was submitted <laughs> through Dave's inbox because our inbox on the Cigar Authority was broken. And it's now fixed. It's now fixed. In re- record time, by the way, Barry. But, but thank you for mentioning that because I sent that information over to Barry, who fixed it immediately. Couldn't replicate the issue this gentleman was having, but we changed it out anyway. Uh, Dave, I tried submitting feedback a bunch of times, but each time it said the randomly generated letters and numbers I have to enter are incorrect every time I enter them. Here's what I wanted to say. I was recommended to listen to your podcast by Bill, the owner of Leesburg Cigar and Pipe in Virginia. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. I wish I would have known about your podcast years ago. I'm a craft beer salesman, so I drive all day. I'm working my way through all the past podcasts. Any chance you guys are opening up the care package again? I started listening a week before you closed the care package last time, and now I really want in. I also agree with Mr. Jonathan, thank you, about flavor versus nicotine in that whole debate. The lighter maintenance show was fantastic. I have a few lighters to fix. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Joe from Alexandria, Virginia. Joey throws you a little bone there at the end. Mm-hmm. So you like him and you wanted to get that in. Because I typically like, nice, nice about I you. typically like when people shit on me, but... I'll take that. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that alone. That's a whole nother poo-poo platter. <laughs> well done. Well All right. Done. We're smoking the champagne because this is the time to celebrate the year that has passed and look forward to the next year coming up. I'm going to say what a shame that Perdomo, who makes, I would say, the most consistent brand under $10, any of his stuff that's under ten dollars, you're you're getting way more than your value. He gets almost no accolades in the bigger magazine publications because he doesn't advertise. Yeah. He deserves it. <coughs> this is a cigar that is worthy of a celebration, and it's under ten dollars. This is an iconic cigar now at this point that I would say every cigar shop in the country carries Perdomo Champagne. Of course. Right? Well, they should. Of course. This is a staple that needs to be in every single store to go to. I would even say, do you... This is a guy who buys boxes of cigars, too, because they're reasonably priced. You can feel comfortable to end up selling somebody this. I'm a new cigar smoker. It's not all all that mild. It's not mild. Mr. Perdomo, if you're listening. Right. This is like his lowest, lowest end of, of strength, but it's not. It's flavorful. There's a lot to the cigar. So... Strength-wise, it's your grandfather's Connecticut, but flavor-wise, it's nowhere close to your grandfather's no, Connecticut. No, it's strength-wise. It's much. I think it's stronger than a regular Connecticut. I think it's on strength. It's a three. Well, Nick Perdomo says it's 4.7, <laughs> and that's, that's the Corona, which Ed Sullivan now smokes, which he had I overlooked do. and assumed it was going to be too mild for him. It comes in dead center. All right. So uh, here we are. we got two left. Placencia Amalcampo and the Aganosa Leaf. Connecticut. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, the real cigar of the year. You've heard from the rest. Now find out what the best is of 2018. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except a name. Rough Rider cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars e stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. What he said. <laughs> We're back. We're smoking the Perdomo Champagne because this is the last show of the year. And I'm off to the Dominican Republic in a few weeks to check the crops, some rebranding, some other uh, projects. Uh, but one thing I won't be bringing with me is the Cigar of the Year trophy because just two cigars remain, and they're both from Nicaragua. So uh, this trophy has been shipped, and it's already on the way. It'll get there Monday. Dun, dun, dun. Um, we didn't talk about early thoughts on this as far as the flavors go. Getting a very distinct toasted almond sweetness with just a hint of white pepper on the finish. I agree, too. It's about damn time, Ed Sullivan. I agree. Because I nailed the last one. Nah, you heard <laughs> me say it last time, and you just remembered it. You put that in the... In the That's what I did, yeah. Every year, I wait to upstage you on the flavor tastings of Perdomo. You know the Jordan's almonds you get at a wedding? The little oh, yeah. thing? The little Jordan's almondish. A Jordan's almond. No, it isn't. There's no candy. Yeah, it's a little creamy from the outside part of it. Vanilla creaminess. You little hot candy shell. You have jumped the shark yourself. You no. have. You have. Because it's what it is. And that's, I'm agreeing with your almond thing. Buying you a shark just going for a little, your birthday. Just going so a little you can jump further. over it. Next week is the State of the Cigar Industry Address. Uh, we're going to see uh, if Nicaraguan cigars are on fire, as they appear to be right now, because we have two Nicaraguans to the left. More Nicaraguans in um, the list um, than any other. Uh, are they on fire? And if so, why? Why is it? So we'll get, we got a little into that. But right now, let's get to the Don Raphael offer of the day. I want to get this out of the way. And uh, it's $10,000 today. $10,000. And, you know, you see tattoos were all the rage. Still really happening. For a while there, everybody was doing the piercings and the gauges in their ears and stuff. I'm going one step above all of them. 
And for $10,000, instead of having yourself tattooed, you're going to have yourself branded. That's, that's right. Like a cow, you're going to get yourself branded. Like a tattoo, can we pick the brand? Yes. I'm in. You're going to brand yourself, have yourself branded by somebody. I'll it's, do it. I'll do it myself. Heat up a metal thing, brand it in. It's in there forever. Cho- choice of location. I'm not doing my face. Yeah. No. There's no Mike Tyson going on I'm not on putting here. USDA on my butt. No, I'd say anywhere you want. $10,000, do it anywhere you want. Where would you choose? Do it, it in your arm only, or are you going to have it in your... No, there's only one place to choose. The ass. Really? Go on no, no, no. That hurts too much. That burns. It hurts too much. Plus, really? you're going to sit down. The place to do is your upper pectoral area. It's lower on the pain scale for the skin. Mm. You can just... Right there and then... Every time you go swimming in the summertime, take it off, and there's just a big MJ right there on my chest. Is that what you would do for your initials? Oh, yeah. I'm in. And $10,000, you do it. Yeah, $10,000, I'll make the brand. What? Do we got time next week's show? Really? We can, we can you guys put up the cash. I'll bring in the torch. Branded. That's so painful. And it's close enough to the microphone, you'd be able to hear it. And it, it. never goes away. It's not like you're going to get that. Put a little uh, salve on it. <laughs> Put a little bomb. Who told you to use the you know, bomb? You watch. You watch college football. You can see a lot of the players have yeah. brands on their arm, uh, pledging their their fraternities. Brand it has the yeah. fraternity letters. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I'm out. You're out. You I'm wouldn't out. do it. No, no way. You've got a low. Tolerance. I like a little pain, but that's too much pain. Ed Sullivan, no, thank you. No way. The answer is no. The answer is no. You don't do that. Oh, I thought you and Ed Sullivan were going to put up five. G's I, each. I may. But not with an MJ. If 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 I was you said I get to pick the brand. Yeah. I was specific about yeah. that. Tom Dugan's in the chat room. One of the uh, one of the people that have a podcast here. It's Dugan twenty one. Yeah, and he said he's in. He would do it. Yes, of course he would do it. He's got a high dollar Valley to Patriot too. logo, and he's in. He needs the money. He says. Really, <laughs> it's amazing to me what people will do for money. He had uh, a, a good portion of the Studio Twenty One podcast cafe <laughs> yes, people on did. for his one year anniversary. It was very this nice week. to do that. Very nice. That's Paying Attention, the Paying Attention podcast. Sean listens every week. Yeah. Good show. He's a smart guy, man. And he you don't want to be a guest on a show. If you've got anything to hide, <laughs> no. you don't want to be a guest because he's a hard hitting If you, if you have the balls yeah. to really stand up for what you believe in, he's the guy you want to be on the show yeah. with. Because he'll because give you the he's time. Gonna, he's going to give you the time and he's going to put you to the test. And then he's going to tell you how wrong you are or something. That's if you're okay. Wrong. That's okay. Because he, he's always fair. Very fair. To the guests. And, he's a, and he's, a, he's a good interviewer. He, asks, he doesn't ask the fluff stuff. No. How are you today? He goes right in for the he jugular. Had, he had four chief of police up here. And, and, <laughs> and he made one of them leave. <laughs> one of them left. The guy came back. But he got up and left. He got up and left. And, as I could see him. After yes. the first question. So are you really in the mayor of Haverhill's pocket? And yeah. then the last guy gets up and walks off. The microphone drops. Boom, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. And that, that's paying attention thursdays at 2 p.m eastern you have yeah. to catch it live yeah, yeah. big listenership mm-hmm. too he's he's rocking it all right we have uh aladino maduro out we have balmoral out we have the king's treasure is out recluse los cabos is out christoph vengeance is out aging room pure septa is out that leaves two the placentia Amocampo and the agonosa leaf connecticut alas two remaining are we ready to do this barry you're going to eliminate one, which is going to automatically give the answer 
to... You've been doing this since 1992. I think you should have the honor of just naming the winner. Well, I would I say... I you want you, steal you, your thunder. I want you to eliminate, because that's the bad guy. Yeah. You do the eliminate, and then I'll do the winner. All right. The cigar that we're eliminating has three words to it. That's a big help. It, <laughs> it, it is... Bye-bye to Placencia Amo Campo. Oh, Placencia Amo Campo is out. So the winner of the 2018 Cigar of the Year is Arganosa Leaf, Connecticut. Is the one the I winner. picked. It's the one I picked <laughs> from the beginning. I said that's going to end up being the winner. You said he was going to say that yeah. of what it is. But you had an argument. Everybody had an argument of, of every one of, of them course. that was on there. As I say, everyone came in second place. Uh there's even great cigars that didn't even make the list. I mean, it, it gets tougher and tougher each time. And the idea is if you don't know the Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut, you will. Sometimes it takes years and years for everybody to catch on to this. If you're a cigar shop and you don't carry it, you should be carrying all these cigars we mentioned anyway. But the Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut, what a cigar for the money. Yep. Unbelievable. Great cigar. Uh, great company who makes a lot of great cigars for other people. This is an interesting thing that happens also that, you know, here you had Perdomo that was making CAO, and then Perdomo gets um, more known for making somebody else's cigar, even though we had them as Cigar of the Year earlier, we knew they were making great cigars, and then later on, maybe your store that says, okay, I should be carrying the Perdomo cigar. Dave, I got, I got to say, I'm a little disappointed with the choice. Yeah. Just because Jonathan knows how many of them I smoke myself, and right. I don't really want to share. Here we go. <laughs> and I, I generally have at least one of those each and every day. Every day. Yeah. Great and cigar. People on the show know I like full-bodied cigars, but if you go through my purchase history, 70% of the cigars I've been smoking lately have been the Agonosa Leaf Connecticut. It is not my father's Connecticut. It is better no. than my father's Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. And it is the cigar that... Nicaragua is known for with the Aganorsa leaf. Yeah. Great, great cigar. They make Fantastic. great cigars there anyway, always have, but his one with their name on it, so it takes them to, a, to another level of it. Look at that brand if you haven't tried it before, um, and we'll get to that next week. We'll smoke it uh, on next week's show, I think. I'm saying we're going to do it, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say Barons, it. Barons, are we smoking it next week? I'm hoping we smoke it. I love it. So right. I thought you had said something about there were two care package cigars or no, something. No, there's one care package cigar right. and a guest. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Um, we got time for a classic three-way, and then we got some mailbags. You can, you can finally get to your mailbags because we got it all in there. So let's get to the classic day in classic history brought to you by... Classic cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com That's twoguyscigars.com 
celebrate today with a classic cigar. All right, I got four questions and one for a tiebreaker. Who was our champion? Um, wasn't me. I was. I think it was Barrons. Yeah. All right. I think it was Barrons. All right, Barry. We'll start with you then. Mary Tyler Moore, actress best known for starring in the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Uh, for playing Laura Petrie on The Dick Van Dyke Show. Also appeared uh, in, in Thoroughly Maud Millie, whatever that is. But anyway, today's her birthday, December 29th. What year was she born? Mary Tyler Moore. 1943. 43, says Ed Sullivan. No, I, I'd say 1934. 34, he says. 1939. 39, he says, and Ed Sullivan will take the... The win, he says 34, was 36. You're a little over, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, so one for Ed Sullivan. But over to you, Mr. Jonathan. Ted Danson is best known for his role as the bartender Sam Malone on the television show Cheers. He also had other roles, including Becker, Damages, CSI on the Board of Death, and NBC comedy The Good Place. Ted Danson. Uh, that'd be 1944. 44, he says. 1952. 52? 1950. 50. You guys are over. Mr. John will take the point. He says 44. It's 47. So Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Ed Sullivan gets a point. I want to remind you, the winner today will be the winner of 2018 because they'll hold the title throughout the year. Yeah. Jonathan usually takes that. Yeah. Loses all year. Yeah. Well, he studies for this one. Yes. Um, Cheats. This goes to Mr. Jonathan now. I just did it, parents. Oh, well, well I haven't had a chance yet. Oh, so let's give it to Ed Sullivan. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun there. <coughs> John Voigt. John Voigt. Angelina Jolie's father. Is that true? Yes. Really? I didn't know that. Movie actor, best known for his uh, monumental performance in the classic film Midnight Cowboy, which I. Incidentally, just watched for the first time the other day. An Academy Award-winning role in Coming Home. He appeared in the blockbuster films Mission Impossible and The Transformers. John Voight. John Vo Voight. Do you own John Voight's pencil? John Voight's car? His car, and he bit on the pencil. You saw that episode? Yes, I did. Yes, he did. Seinfeld's iconic. Okay. What year was he born, John Voight? I'm going 1947. 47. 1929. 29. 39. 39, Barry is one off. So Mr. Jonathan gets the point at 29. Yeah, I studied. It's 1938. Did you study? No. Uh, okay, so all three years have been tested already. So the fourth question is goes to Barry. Because yes. that's who's the one that started. Fourth question, last question. I have one tiebreaker if needed. We have Mr. Jonathan at two points, Ed Sullivan at one, and Barry at a goose egg. Two points if you get it exact. Life magazine ceases publish, pu publications. Stopped doing it. No more Life magazine. What year did they cease publishing that magazine? 2003. 2003, he says. Ed Sullivan. 1983. 83. 1997, the year I graduated high school. 97, and it's 1972. You're all way, way over, and we have a champion. Mr. Jonathan is the champion of the year. For the fourth year in a row. He wins every year on the last one. I'm what you call a pressure player. Here's he wants to be remembered, but unfortunately, the well, not unfortunately, the only thing that's going to be remembered from this show is the cigar of the year, Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut. Are you willing to, if 
add some pressure to yourself and include no. the tiebreaker. I already won. It's already been declared. That's like mm-hmm. saying to... Well, the only person that could tie you would be Ed Sullivan. He would need a twofer. No. Oh, no. We were all over. No. I'm winning. Let's do it for the hell of it. doesn't count. Right, it doesn't do it count for the hell of it. And because Barry is going to nail us at two points and tie you as well. <laughs> this, was, this was the back end one, just for the hell of it. But I'm going to go to Ed Sullivan, who has a chance at this. You, Mr. Jonathan, have no chance at this. Tom Brady sets the NFL record, throwing his 50th touchdown pass. And the New England Patriots become the first team in NFL history to finish the regular season at 16-0. and Today, what year? Ed Sullivan. I'm bad at these. Uh, 2010. 2010, he says. What do you say, Mr. Jonathan? 2012. 14. I think I was living oh, in New it's England. 2007. I thought I was living in New England when they lost to the Giants. 2007. So won. I'm still the champion. You are still wow. the champion. You still would have won. Tom Brady must be very old. He is old. Oh, all right. He is old. Will they get into the Super Bowl this year? No. No. Wow. <laughs> No, you guys. Every time they say no to this team, they end up winning. That's why we do it. That's why we do it. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Daniel writes, been listening about three years now, was part of the monthly goodness you have, and have enjoyed the Cigar of the Year since listening. Man, that La Galera has got me hooked. What a beauty. The banter between you all is great. So much like being at the local brick and mortar or on my patio with the crew. Genuine, informative, hilarious, and sometimes full of shit. I love it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Maybe I've missed this somewhere, but if it hasn't been done, I recommend you create a Cigar of the Year pack for us to order. You have the monthly gig and the contenders, but how about the champions? Uh, I would buy that quickly. If you've already got it, I've missed it. My bad. The ribbon must have been too tight. <laughs> ah, this guy's a real Cheers, listener. Hermanos, Danny boy. All right, Danny. Uh, well, first off, I didn't even answer the last guy's question, which was, are we going to open up the care package again? The answer is yes. So stay tuned. Listening coming soon. We'll open that up again. Um, and... This guy it, wants a, a champion. Is there a champion's pack? We have done a champion's pack in the past, but we will be doing one next year, this coming year, and it's going to be Cigar of the Decade pack. And we're going to get all the past winners, and we're going to choose of them the Cigar of the Decade. Now, the question came where this is 2019, is and it could include the Cigar of the Year of 2019, too. You could, so you get the contenders pack of 2019 that'll come out in November. Here's the uh, contenders for the cigar of the year of 2019. So here's say there's eight of them. Sometimes there's seven. Sure. Uh, but say there's eight of them there, and then you get the cigars of the decade, which uh, um, are the other eight pack, or you'd include 2010, right? Year zero, 2010 all the way to 2018 and his 2019. Is that the decade, or does the decade start with year? There is no year one, so you got to start with, there is no year zero. Like, in in the year 2000, we celebrated the year 2000. That wasn't the end of the millennium. 
The millennium started in year one, right? It would have I to be. I think the millennium starts at zero on 2000. Yeah, the first century was cheated a year. And then everything else, the first year was only 99 years? Well, technically years? the first century is one. everything up to one. And then when you pass one, now you're into the second century. When you pass one? No. Yeah. When you pass zero? As soon as you pass zero, you're in the first century. As soon as you pass one, you're in the second century. So my question is, in the pack of the contenders... Yes, you can have year zero. So 2010, Right. Uh, back to the contenders, so whatever they were, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know what I did with it, but whatever 2010 was, does that now... It's folded up over there. Yeah, here it is. There you go. 2010 was 2283. Yes. So that becomes a contender for the cigar of the decade. 2010, 11, 12, all the way to 2018 that just happened. And the contenders for the cigar idea 2019. What if the brand doesn't exist anymore? Then it can't be in there. Okay. And it can't win for the, for the decade because it wasn't there for the decade. That's the idea, anyway. So we'll have a. The, we're going to have we, a. We still have an awful lot of hash out on this. That was. <laughs> I'm just confused. Of somebody ends up saying, "Well, the decade isn't over." You, the you decade mean, is you whatever you say it is. If you're coming out with a pack, it's not really whatever I say it is. Not you cigar, specifically. Yeah. You, the person who's going to do this decade thing, you set the criteria and then you stick to the criteria. All right. So, so we're ten years up. later, when you do the next one, you stick to the same criteria. It, it should include. 2010 and 2019. Yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, well, 2019 will be the contenders pack. Right. So even the contenders itself, that the winner is in there somewhere. Yeah. And one of them becomes a cigar of the right. decade. So you can't really do the decade until 2019 is decided. Nope. You can have the all the contenders. A cigar could possibly win cigar of the decade. And not be the cigar of the year. It's in the contenders. So it becomes cigar of the year and cigar of the decade. No, it, it could be both. <coughs> also, could a contender that doesn't win the cigar of the year be the cigar of the decade? No. A contender <laughs> that doesn't win the cigar of the year cannot become cigar of the decade. Okay, so the only way we're going to know that at the same time. Correct. That if that cigar of the year of 2019 becomes... The winner, it could be the decade also. Right. So the decade one has to come after we announce the cigar of the year, but we can still sell them in advance of it. <coughs> yes? I'm, I think so. My head well, hurts. his answer is yes, there will be a past ones because we're doing the cigar of the decade next year. What if there's a leap year? Does it change anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that would have anything to Go back to, to coughing anything. to death. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay. Next. Submitted through the contact us page of thescarauthority.com. John writes, hi, guys. I enjoyed listening to the Humidor show. As usual, it was filled with great information. One thing I did not hear you speak about was temperature as it relates to tobacco beetles. It's all temperature. I think we did cover temperature yeah. briefly, but, yeah, it's the, that's the most important part. The temperature's too high. They're going to hatch. Yeah. You're talking about 75 degrees is not much either. Yeah, anywhere between 75 and 80, you're, you're just asking for trouble. You want to keep it lower. Yeah, you, you're leaving your cigars in your house. And you don't put the air conditioner on in the summer and you're living in Florida. You're in trouble. If you live in Florida, you have the air conditioner on. Yeah. There's no question. 
There's no question. Yeah, you want to keep them cool. That's more uh, more important, I would say, than the, the humidity itself. Yeah. More you can bring the humidity up, but once you've, besides freezing, and I'm not saying you don't put it in your freezer at home, but it doesn't go cold enough, you need a sub-zero freezer. you got to bring it down to zero. Um, that's the only way you're going to kill it. So, and, and then you got a dead bug inside your, inside your cigar, which ain't good either. No, but chances are the cigar you're smoking has an egg somewhere in it. Yeah. They can't get rid of them all. No. Okay. Keep going. All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page, Fat Old Italian Cigar Man. What? Right. You've got to be. Oh, all right. I thought you were talking to me. I resemble that remark. I loved your interview with Michael Capellini from Toscano Cigars. As my handle attests, I'm an Italian-American and can remember my grandfather smoking the Italian-style cigars. There we go. They looked like twigs. They were colloquially colloquially known as guinea stinkers as a premium cigar smoker i've wanted to try them since well they might be in my blood however i've been afraid to try them since i'm worried that i'll either hate them thus betray my heritage or i'll love them and be ostracized by another snobby premium cigar smoker well michael presented them with so much love respect and admiration i will definitely try them now this was one of the best interviews, and I appreciate all you guys do to bring us information, entertainment, and online camaraderie. Yours in smoke, fat old Italian cigar man. Fat old cigar Italian. I'm glad somebody already has that handle because it's not me, which I'm very thrilled. No, that was very interesting because there's a cigar, and we did this with Chris Topper before when we smoked a Topper cigar, that maybe a cigar you wouldn't smoke. You listen to a show like this that's really premium cigars, right? And then we get into something like that of, of a, um, a mix filler, a machine made, or an um, Italian stogie. I don't know about the guinea stinkers. <laughs> don't like that name. But it's one that I go to from time to time. What, guinea stinkers? <laughs> I don't call them that. Okay. <laughs> no, I smoke them every once in a while. I, I have an urge for that flavor because it's it's at that Kentucky-ish type of uh, smoky flavor. Yeah. And that's a cigar I like to actually chew on for a long time before I even light it. I like to just suck on the, you know, as we pre-light, pre-taste a cigar, that's one I want to do for a long time. You want there was a ribbon tied around it, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sucking on it. I smoke it. So some cigars use a, a ribbon on the foot of the cigar. It's a turn on. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. I guess you are. I guess you are. It doesn't make you a bad guy. Oh, actually, it does. Somebody <laughs> was there a lawsuit or anything, or he just told people about it. He just told people. If this was back, if this was back in the day. If it was today, it would I be, can't run for president me, now. No, it'd be a Me Too type of thing. You want to squeeze one more in before we say Happy New Year? Absolutely. Also submitted through the contact us page, C dot. Writes, I love the show and watch it every week. Here's an idea for you. When you are discussing the featured cigar, show an image of the cigar on the screens below your set. Also, ah. in post-production, it would be great to be able to click on the image to go straight to the two guys' website. This would make it a lot easier to order the featured cigar. Ah. I'll just give that to parents. Yeah, we can, we can make that happen. All right. Uh, Jonathan... Does, do you usually show the cigar when we talk? When Barry's talking about the cigar, do you bring it onto the camera? No, I haven't been. No. All right. Okay. How about that, Ed Sullivan? We can. Th do that'll that. be easier for you, right? 
Sure. Like he shows the lighter or something. He brings it up to the camera. You know, truthfully, there's not a lot of people that watch this show. We got five, six hundred people or something yeah. that that w- watch the show. Now that we've been doing Facebook and stuff, there's a few even, more. Yeah, I mean, some more that are on Facebook to do it. But this is a podcast, and the best way to do it is to go to the United Podcast Network TV, and you'll see a whole bunch of shows that are there. One of them says the Cigar Authority. There's a little subscribe button on it, and you can subscribe to the audio portion, or you can hit vodcast. That means video on demand. Hit the vodcast button, and that'll subscribe you to the YouTube portion Correct. of it, the video portion. You hit both of them, and you subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything to do it, and it doesn't take up your memory. It doesn't do anything. It just makes it so it's automatically there for you if and when you forget to end up watching it or listening to it. It's there for you. So that's what I say to do it. While you're there on the United Podcast Network TV website, you'll see all the other shows. Take a look at them. Check the other shows out. They do them all here in the Studio 21. They're all our friends, and they'd appreciate us a little subscribe click on that, too. Again, costs you nothing to do it, and it's there for you if you well, want to do it. Especially if you got a job where you're driving around, you're going to need some additional content, and uh, we got the content there, there. There's some funny shows, and there's some uh, lots of knowledge that happens there. I'll tell you, uh, one of the shows that you, your wife does, The Writer's Block, yeah. um, I was listening to the show myself. Of her doing it, and I always thought to write a book. I should write a book. I should write a book someday. Um, um, Jose Orlando Padron said to me before that uh, you should plant a tree, you should have children, and you should write a book. And he wrote the book when he was 90 years old, and the book came out just before he passed away. So he ended up getting to see it happen. I said, you know what? I don't want to die. I want to write a book. And I wrote a book. And it's not out yet, but I finished the book on Christmas Eve, and um, now it's off to the editor, editor, and then somebody that formats, formats it. it or something. It's not about cigars, uh, but I wrote a book. So I'll tell you about more of that as we go along. Uh, it's, it's actually a, a business book um, on uh, events and promotions and things like that. I don't know if it goes anywhere, it does anything, but... That's what I accomplished this year anyway, but we can talk about some of those things uh, next week because it'll be a new year, New Year's resolutions, and uh, we get to um, the um, uh, state of the cigar industry address, but I'd like to get into a little bit of um, that. But right now, Perdomo Champagne, uh, yes. not a champagne drinker, but I'm a champagne smoker. I like good. smoking Perdomo Champagne. It's a regular go-to for me. I like it. It uh, it does have that nutty component that we smelled on there um, that a- actually follows through with the cigar. I and, I'm, and I'm going with Jordan's Almonds because you it's what go it is. with whatever the hell yeah. you want. <laughs> I can't guarantee that if anybody lights up a Perdomo that they're going to like it. I can't guarantee that because taste is subjective. What I can guarantee, they all draw. And they all burn perfectly. Yeah. So if you like it, it's going to be the same from cigar to cigar to cigar. And that that's the thing that he has built his entire legacy on is that level of consistency. And we've been and seen it. Yeah. It's the, the amount of checks and balances that he has in his company all the way through from start to finish. It's unbelievable. Not only did I see it and took uh, three people with me when I went. This year, I'm sending three of my other employees to yep. go see it because it's it's that much to see, I mean, it, it, uh, it's three I, days and it, you, you, you feel like you're going to university for three yeah, days. Yeah, it is. It, 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 awesome. It's nonstop information. Awesome. All right. That's it. 
Happy New Year, everybody. Next, next week, the State of the Cigar Industry Address with Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle Cigars and Vodka. He's going to join us for an important message from Hammer and Sickle. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Congratulations to the 2018 Cigar of the Year, Arganosa Leaf, Connecticut. Cheers to you. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last two hours. Always remember to keep the lid and out of your mouth. We'll see you next year. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.